Hi everyone, this is Allie Duff and I am your host for the Feeling Good Sometimes podcast. Throughout this podcast, we will explore honest, vulnerable, and unfiltered conversations with people who inspire me the most. These conversations will dive deeper into where our guests have been, how they got started, and where they are going. The topics will range from careers, starting a business, following your passion, living life outside of the culture's norm, and of course, my fave, mental health. The Feeling Good Sometimes podcast was truly created to remind you that it's okay if you don't feel good every single day. I surely don't. And of course, I am always here to remind you that you are never alone in your journey. Hi everyone, welcome back. It's obviously Allie here and I know I've been a little distant. We didn't have an episode last week and this will likely be our last interview um, until the fall. I've decided to take a little break throughout the summer as I'm just dealing with some things behind the screens. Um, but I'm really excited for you to hear today's episode. It's with Kayla Logan. We talked a lot about her journey of coming out as a queer woman and just we kind of evolved the conversation to many different areas, but we mainly focused on that. And I think it's very fitting for it being Pride Month, but I all so want to recognize that every month should be Pride Month. We should let people be who they want to be and be who they are and let love be love every single day of the year. So I really hope you enjoy today's episode and find some extra room and kindness in your heart for all the people that are dealing with challenges like what we talk about in this episode. But I will see you on the other side and I hope you enjoy.
And I just came from an environment where there was so much homophobia that mm-hmm. it wasn't acceptable. Yeah.
so the Castro's in San Francisco, and I just don't know how kids have the option to make it out there. And we think about gender affirming care, and they've taken that away now. So what is the goal here? Because the way that I see it is the goal is increased suicide. And I've read that the queer community however you would like to name it, is to 2.5% more likely to suffer from a mental illness. Mm-hmm. So if we're already struggling, what's going to happen now that you've taken away these options for trans kids, non-binary kids, marriage equality? Like, mm-hmm. where are people going? Where are they fleeing? What's happening here? Or is Canada taking in all these refugees? Like, where yeah. is safety now? Exactly. Like, where are people safe to live as a human being and have the same rights as everyone else? Because basically what the rights are doing and being taken away is forcing people to fall into a mindset that they don't deserve to be here. Like, is that ultimately because you can't change the way someone is like, I'm just this is that's I think what the thing that really blows my mind is it's like. And you even hear, well, I don't know if it's real life, but it's always in like movies and TV shows, right? And it's like the mm-hmm. parents send the kids to therapy because they want them to be fixed and changed and back to normal or whatever. But you can't do that. Like you can't no. physically like or mentally change. I mean, well, I don't know. how. I don't want to say this wrong because I guess people can change. Like if you think about trans, they're changing their gender. But... Mm-hmm that's themselves choosing to do that compared to like external someone being like no you don't deserve to live yeah we're not doing conversion therapy anymore yeah yeah i mean they they are but like they are but but like we're not we can't like it's 2023 like what kind of like world are we trying to create here that no but that's exactly what's happening though they're saying that they don't deserve to exist they are not they're not worthy they're not human Mm, they're yeah they're it yeah they're not you're not it's like you're not worthy to be a human being on this world in this time period in general they're not they're not safe like there's i believe they're getting outed in some states Mm. um i genuinely don't know what these families and children are doing like i I don't know. Like, I know if that was me in that situation, I would take my family and leave. Like, I would go to California. Mm. I'd go to New York. Like, I would go to... Somewhere where it's safe. A sanctuary state. Because mm. California is a sanctuary state. Right. And I would go somewhere. I mean, like, certain areas of California are pretty conservative and Republican. But I would get myself to somewhere where... I knew it was as liberal as possible, or as Americans like to say, as Democrat as possible. Yeah. Um, but you know, good old free America. Yeah. <laughs> Go on on tangent on that. No, I yeah. know. I was like, I was like, wow, this is not how I saw this podcast well, going. I like, I don't but know I, how many I don't American think you can like you talk have, about but... this without like addressing the fact that this is the way like the world is going, and unfortunately, America is a huge country, and we live like two seconds away from it so it's like people think like oh you're in canada like whoop de doo why do you care we care because we're human beings and we care like that especially i remember like with the rovers wade thing and people are like why do you care you live in canada uh we care because you're taking away human rights like you're taking yes. away the right for women to live in certain situations and it's like we care because we're human and like that's not the way you treat another human being it doesn't matter where you should live you should yeah you should care in general like care yeah like human rights matter and yeah. also usually what the states does we Canada model copies. ourselves after yeah it trickles like, down it, i always think about too like the proud boys and like the proud boys are from alberta like the proud boys are from canada like this behavior like the anti-drag shows We're seeing that in Canada. Like, this behavior Mm. exists here. It's not that far from home. It's not untouchable. We're not better than anyone. Mm -hmm. It's happening here, too. If it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. Like, I just... Yeah. Like, 
it, they're not untouchable. We're not untouchable. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful because it can happen really fast to all of us. Mm-hmm. And the Roe v. Wade stuff, I never thought in my entire life would I see the day where we call it uterus rights were taken. Because I, I don't, when we say women's rights, I'm like right. people with uteruses. I want to be yeah. inclusive. Right. I never thought they took the bodily autonomy away from people with uteruses. I never thought I would see that day being alive. Yeah. It's 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 literally like uh what's oh Margaret Atwood who wrote <gasps> The Handmaid's Tale. It's her being like, I wrote this book and now it's coming to real life. Like she it's literally a she guide. Did, she yeah. made up this messed up story and this is the world that we're like living in and going towards. It's so scary. Imagine like Trump and all the Republicans just have like a copy, like the Bible. Probably. In, and it's in like, their okay, we're going to do like, this next. <laughs> here, here's step 16. <laughs> Take away this right. Women like, are not allowed to speak. And then right? At the protest, though, they wore the robes from the handmaid's yeah, tail. Because like, like that's this basically the way it is. It's so, it's, I just like, it just blows my mind that this is like the world we live in. Like, as being a human being is already enough, like, we already have to, like, just like, if you think about what we have to go through in a day, like in 24 hours, just to like survive. And then we have all this extra, like, shit toppled on. And it's just like, can we not just like live in general? No, that's like, we can't. No, no, you cannot. <laughs> no, like the coronavirus wasn't enough. Right. Like we were so just going to strip everyone of free speech, yeah. bodily autonomy, um, just like anything. And that's what 2023 is for. It is. Yeah. Like, seriously, it's like every other day I will like share something and be like, what is going on? And someone's like, did you see this, this and this? And I'm like, right. No. <laughs> I think last week TikTok was getting banned. So then everyone was downloading like the Lemon 8. Yeah, that is a new app. app. Yeah, I know. I I can't wait. I can't believe I'm on another app, but like you should join it. So cool. I'm like, you can't. Why? It's it's not in Canada yet. I'm literally going to States next week and I'm downloading it. I'm like, I'm on this shit now. I'm so confused. Like, is it like posting pictures or videos? Okay. It's supposed to be if Pinterest, this is how fucking full circle we've come. Pinterest and Instagram had a baby is I've done extensive research on it and tried to download a VPN so I could download it. it? I was like, I'm going to get on this because I didn't get on TikTok fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. And it's owned by the founders of TikTok. And it's supposed to have like millions of users in Asia. Oh, wow. Like it's big. It's like a big shopping platform over there. So oh, TikTok's wow. like jokes on you, idiots! Like we already have another app. Like, come on, yeah. over to Lemonade. I know. Well, I didn't even realize TikTok was gonna like disappear until people were posting like, "I love you all." Like, it, when this goes, I'm gonna be so sad. And I was like, "What is going on?" Right. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Okay, so it goes in the states, so we still have it in Canada." And then what happens? Like, because I think about the community. The community that I have on TikTok is very different than what I have on Instagram. Yeah. They're like, on Instagram yeah. for me is like, I like my body positivity community on there. Right. On TikTok, I like my queers. I like my therapists and I like my travel content. I like, mm-hmm. like, it's just very, it's a very, it's different, very different mesh. Yeah. And I think about like the community of like queer people I follow and I'm like, well, if TikTok goes, where do I find you? I'm like, I'm putting my hand yeah. out into the abyss. I'm like, where do I find you? <laughs> I know. I don't, I like, didn't even like know it was going until I saw people posting being like, oh my gosh, like everything I've worked for is gone. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? Right. Here? But like, it's just like another reminder that we live in social media. So yeah. Much that. We're just kind of like, oh, our life is over when when a social when an app is gone. It's oh, kinda, yeah. it's so eerie. Like it's just like so weird when you just think about like everything we're talking about going backwards, but yet we're like kind of like in this like era of like social presence, like so much. And truly like the pandemic really just exploded that. 
It's yep. just like, what's it going to be like in five years? Ten years? I don't like. Years? You know, it's like how? What is? <laughs> really just going on like a whirlwind here but I honestly I honestly don't know what things can be like I don't yeah. maybe we're just gonna all revert back to like Facebook like in five <laughs> years posting statuses <laughs> that were like today I did this or like oh my gosh I'm so tired <laughs> oh, it'll be like about an ex but in song lyrics like on MSN we'll go back to MSN chat mm-hmm. instead of text because, you know, everyone's getting the flip flones again. Oh That's gosh. a big thing. Um, but like, no, but we literally are going backwards. We are. Um, so that just seems like the natural progression for me personally. Oh, my God. I bet you pagers this year. I gar- <laughs> I bet you pagers are going to be so frigging cool. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get a VTech phone too. Like the clear <laughs> ones with the like microphone off the oh head. Oh my gosh. I thought I was such a bad bitch with one of those. <laughs> like catch me driving my car with one. <laughs> I mean, it only makes sense. Like fashion is going backwards. Oh it's just like everything's going backwards. I mean, like rights are going backwards. The way we live life is going backwards. Um. I mean, the cost of things are definitely not going backwards. No, that's, no. That's a whole nother problem. But yeah, oh my goodness. They're going so high that people won't be able to leave their homes because they won't have any money to do anything. And yeah. hopefully they'll still have homes. Um, I'm very fortunate that I'm just literally crashing at my parents. Um, yeah. That's, you know, where we've got into at this point in our life. We're highly successful living at our <laughs> Same. <laughs> I mean, can't afford to spend a million dollars on a house at this point. So not even a house, a shack. So that's just the way we are rolling with it. Exactly. This is legitimately real life. Um, This is what it looks like being a millennial. You're technically a millennial, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I I only found out I was a few years ago. I was like, that's a millennial. Um, I know. Millennials are... I think I'm on like the cusp. I'm like, I'm in the awkward phase where it's not like a Gen Z. It's not like a Gen Z. I love that you're like, that's like a species. Yeah. They it's not like a, a Gen Z. Because they like definitely grew up in the social media era where we just kind of like, we kind of had a different era that we lived in, like before phones and all that jazz. Like dial up internet. Yeah, dial up and just like, I don't know, calling your friends to come play with after school instead of like going on social media and doing all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. like, like different. Where like they don't really experience that or know what that is. No. Like like just like, like iPad uh, plugging in a their... putting a tape into a VCR to watch a movie. Like God forbid. Oh my God. <laughs> the anticipation of waiting for that tape to rewind yeah rewinding it or like if you (laughs) recorded something you have to re fast forward through all the commercials and now it's like people don't even watch i don't even watch commercials i don't need to but it's oh my goodness no i don't even watch half the parts of the show like i just like (laughs) scrub forward i'm like i don't care about your plot line like tell me what cindy's doing Oh my goodness. Like we've come so full circle that as a child. Okay. Here's one of the flags of being gay. I watched the L word on repeat when I was younger. And I just like, I was like, yeah, like who doesn't want to know what lesbians do in LA? Most straight people. Most straight people do not care what lesbians are doing in LA. I've never seen that before. But we've come so full circle that the L word actually relaunched. And some of the main say, characters came back and it's been canceled again. So. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I swear to God, I started the, like something getting posted about this. And I was yeah. like, oh, wasn't that show from like forever ago? But okay, yeah. they relaunched it and it didn't go very far. It like went two seasons and then they canceled it. It oh. was like all of my childhood fantasies came back. Shane came back. Oh my God. If there's any lesbians listening to this, bi people, pan people, queer, whoever you are. Shane was one of the reasons I knew I was questioning like that toxic masculinity in a woman. Thank you very much, society. Compet. Yes. Anyways, um, <laughs> I wrote a few things. Like, I'm like, if, yeah. you, if you know, you know. 
Yeah, no, like if you are queer, you know. Like Shane is like the epitome of like today's fuck boy in like the oh, lesbian culture. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think they call them Oh my god, there's a name for them. They're like really cheesy on TikTok and they do like a lot of thumb motions over their mouth and like looking thirsty. I forget what they call them though. Shit. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to like honestly I'm going to be later and I'm going to find a thirst trap of it and I'm just going to message you it yeah. and be like that's it. That's, that's it. it. You're going to be like I have never heard of this subculture genre ever. <laughs> This is not my niche. Why are you sending this? <laughs> and then my TikTok for you page is just going to change. It's going to go gonna be like, from wow. like, I don't know. I, mine's currently stuck on like food or something like that. And then it's just going to like totally switch. Yeah. Is it porn? Different kind of, a, yeah. <laughs> for you page. Yeah. Yeah. Once you watch one lesbian TikTok, like it's, it's everywhere. Mm. It's generally how the algorithm works. You watch one video and it's like, and it's everyone is a thirst trap for some reason. Like every, like on both sides of the feminine masculine spectrum. I I recently learned how to do them too. Like it's the, it's a very like niche thing that lesbians do on TikTok. Interesting. They're effective. They're very effective. I've saved a lot of them. Wow. (laughs) So clearly, you can learn a lot from TikTok. Yeah, which you can for oh. most things. And oh, sorry, everyone. We have some. We have some dogs here. They're just barking in the background. Not my feet for the Gen Z people listening. Not your feet, because the Gen Zers are like, oh, the my dogs are barking. Oh, their they're, feet they're, are barking because they're tired or something. Their toes are out. I don't know. I saw the bird's papaya said it, so it has to be like right or true. Oh gosh, I've never heard of that. Jesus. I swear, I swear it's I on don't her know stories half today. The stuff that's happening in this world anymore, clearly. So literally get on my TikTok friend group because the amount of TikToks I will send you in a night is unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> As Kenzie Brenner. She'll be like, you sent me 40 tonight. I'm like, you're lucky those were the curated ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground and gone to different, like, areas in this conversation. But it's been amazing. This has been – thank you so much for having me on. I never thought we would go from talking about gay rights yeah. to pagers. Yeah. Didn't I, I like know. didn't really, I didn't like, see that happening. We went like 2023 like 1990s like 2000s. We just covered a lot of like ground but also we just kind of went in the direction that we're going in in the world. So that's I know part of me is like okay, I'll see you later for part 2. I'll bring my mic with me. <laughs> um catch me at Kayla Logan blog. <laughs> um before we kind of like close up i'm curious if you have like if there is one person listening right now who is questioning i don't even i guess like their sexuality or okay this is my other question like i have another question before i answer okay, the last okay, question okay, okay. i've heard from people that they don't like to say coming out or that coming out is like not what should be said is that correct or is that just like people's preferences do you think for me it doesn't bother me so i think that's definitely like a preference thing i know it'd be great if we got to a world where no one felt the need to come out i know in my life i'm coming out every day like you're literally coming out to your doctor you're coming out right to the taxi driver um like just it just feels like a never-ending thing I I don't know what a world looks like where you don't have to and I think that's a beautiful sentiment and you know maybe for some that's how they live their lives and that's great um to me it doesn't bother me and it's just um not realistic for me personally but I think that's great for others and then in regards to like what advice I would give for someone questioning yeah or like yeah Get yourself a queer consultant. Um, So this is legit what I did. I had a friend who I knew was queer who had a girlfriend and I asked them all my questions. Like I felt safe to ask them. And I was like, what does 
what does question your sexuality look like? Mm-hmm. And any small question, no matter whether I thought it was dumb, small. Sorry, if you're hearing that, that is my dog who looks like a penguin. Teddy you're bear. Fine. Um, No matter like the size of the question, just ask them. It's not dumb. If they care about you, they're going to be there. And it's going to take a process. Like you're not, you're not going to understand it overnight. And I don't even mean overnight. Like it could take a year. It could take two years of you asking questions. Like I think it took me over six months to a year Mm. for me to like figure out that I was like to go on a date with a woman. And I remember her being like, this is such an exciting time for you. And I was like, fuck you it is um this is terrifying i like i don't know what the hell is going on (laughs) yeah i was like no this is this is the worst like i don't know why anyone is giving me this advice but i like called her my queer consultant so find yourself a friend it doesn't have to be a close friend it can even just be someone online it was literally someone that i admired online that i had met once okay and just ask them just ask them all your questions yeah yeah so basically find someone just anyone anyone just ask them your like literally i would just ask friends i'd be like how do you know you're questioning your sexuality like that was literally the question i asked Mm -hmm. because i did not have a clue and then also like ask people like what attraction feels like for women because i didn't know that either i thought that attraction for women felt the same as men Mm. and it doesn't it's like you don't want to become her you're not inspired by her she's not your idol you want to date her Mm -hmm. that's what that feeling is it's not it's not the feeling you think it's going to be it's not that toxic like butterflies feeling overwhelmed nervous anxiety that people tell you that romantic love is Mm. that's not that's not it like what is he doing (laughs) um it's literally like they say online if you want to become her you probably want to be with her so Mm. if you're questioning you're like really starting to admire people or you're really jealous of certain friends being with other friends like these are all traits that like maybe it's a little more but just find yourself a person to ask these things Mm. Yeah, that's it. You just need one person. You don't even have to know them. A stranger is probably better, to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say probably like online, like yeah. online. Just ask a queer person online. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's it. Tea. That's a tea. But, like, but be safe. Be safe, peeps. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what I'm so before to we get. before we say goodbye, I do have some rapid fires that oh shit, oh shit, every okay episode with. Okay. So there. Are- <laughs> They're the same for everyone, so it doesn't really have anything to do with what we talked about, but kind of does to some degree. Um, Okay, your first question is, what is something you do that makes you feel good? In my head, I was like, smoke crack. I don't actually (laughs) smoke crack. (laughs) Do you smoke crack? No. I've been talking to a lot of people about, like, you know, just occasional crack smokers. Gosh. Um, I was like, I don't think that's a good thing to do, but <laughs> I like my mind is just everywhere. Um, hot baths, hot baths bath bath. with Epsom salts. Mm, yeah, score. Yeah. Uh, what is something you value? Friendships. Mm, nice. What is something you want to let go of? Self-sabotaging behaviors. Mm, yeah. That's not an easy one. What is something (laughs) you're working on? Can be like personal, career, anything. Knowing my worth and getting paid for it. Mm, Nice. And then your last one is, how do you want to be remembered? As someone who changed the world. Bam. (laughs) As the dog jumps off the bat, I'm like, mic drop. Mic drop, yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on and having this conversation with me and taking it wherever we went it was really awesome um so much for having me this was so beautiful and exciting and i think this is only my like first or second podcast i've ever been on as a guest yeah like i never like 
I never guessed on podcast. Like, I was so excited when you asked me. I'm like, oh, my God, me! you want me to come on? I was like, okay, cool. I was like, this (laughs) is so cool. Okay, well, plug everything. Where can people find you? Okay, you can find me at Kayla Logan blog on Instagram and TikTok. And then you can find me at Kayla Logan on YouTube. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. And your podcast? I know I didn't want to plug it in case you were like, no, this is my podcast. This is no, my moment. Plug it. Everything okay, so I have a podcast and it's called Two Girls, One Binge. And it's with Kanzi Prana. Check it out. It's it's pretty fucking juicy. There's a lot of swearing on it. I haven't binged it yet. I need oh, to. Yeah, get it. You should. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's wait. good. Every time get I see the little it. clips, I'm like, okay. We I'll say go. some real inappropriate shit on there. I know. I feel like it's just like a filter free kind of like no it, it's like us go. at nighttime like our convos that we're like we should talk about that on a podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> all righty well thank you so much for coming on perfect thank you so much for having me you're welcome well there you have it there's today's episode i hope you loved it and enjoyed this conversation and maybe learned something new that you didn't know um as i said earlier just a reminder to spread kindness wherever you are and also a reminder that we never truly know what someone is actually going through it's just a generalized reminder for everyone in life um but yeah As always, if you love this episode, feel free to share it on social media or just share with someone who you think might be interested in learning about this or hearing about this or could be supported from this conversation. And always, it's a reminder that you're never alone in whatever it may be that you're going through. I will be taking a break from interview episodes until the fall. Um, I may do some solo episodes here and there, but I think I need a little bit of a breather from the podcast right now just for some other things that are going on and I am excited to pick everything back up in the fall when I'm in a better mental space to take that toll. Um, Not really take the toll, just to be more excited about it, I would say. Um, So yeah, thank you guys for being here and for listening and I hope that this is something that you can come to over the next few months if needed. Bye!